All right, welcome back to another episode of Millennials Anonymous Podcast. It's your girl, Lise Winnie here. Yeah, my name is Lise, and I'm a millennial, so let's get this party started right and quickly. But before I can move on, you know, I got to give a big shout out to brunching. It's brunching time, like I always do. So if you haven't had a chance to check out the brunching radio show and podcast, please go do that we had miss paula campbell on she was an amazing guest she talked about music her background what it's like to be in the music industry so we had a really robust conversation so if you do not follow her on social media please do she has a new album coming out this month i believe it's on the 18th march the 18th a new song coming out so make sure that you follow her so you know where to find everything and yeah i've been singing her song since she came on the show even though i'm not a singer so i'm not gonna sing it for y'all because y'all i'm a, well, i always do sing for y'all do you want me to sing for you do you want me to sing for you how does it feel? see i know you was like yeah mm-hmm. i know i can't sing whatever and i want to shout out guru I want to shout out E Digger and Ashley for holding down the house. We had an amazing show, so make sure you like and subscribe and follow on all major, all major podcasting platforms, including WRDR. And shout out to them for broadcasting us. They make us the pod, the brunching radio show. Thank you, WRDR. All right, and if for Millennials Anonymous, we got a lot of fire. We got a lot of stuff coming up. We got a lot of people coming on the show. On the 16th, we're going to have Candace Smith on. She's a sex expert. She's going to be talking about everything sex. So all the questions that you want to know, she's going to be talking about it. Like, is squirting, is that really a thing? What, what is that? How do you do it? Stuff like that. We're going to be having some really in-depth conversations. So if you have some questions, please send them to me ASAP, like ASAP Rocky Sap. Okay, so that I can get them over. You can send them anonymously. If you want to be anonymous on Millennials Anonymous, you can do that. We can all have aliases when you come on this show. You are welcome to have an alias if you want an alias on millennials anonymous okay so just send the questions over so i can ask them to her if you don't know how to do that just go directly to our website and just write it in okay write your question in. you don't have to send no email or nothing like that just go to millennials.us it'll pop right up go to the millennials anonymous page and go ahead and fill in your question okay all right Let's move on. And we're going to have Miss Precious Lee on, a filmmaker, director, marketing guru. She's going to be talking about branding yourself in today's modern era. She's also going to be talking about her background and then making movies. So if you've ever wanted to make a film or web series, she's going to be on here. You know, millennials are trying to do stuff. So we're talking to people. So she's going to talk about that. Like how I get that did. How I get that did. She's going to tell you how you get that did. Okay. And then we have Miss Karen from the Say It Loud podcast is going to be on on that next week, which would be the 30th. So she's going to be on on the Precious Lee is going to be on the 23rd. And Miss Karen is going to be on on the 30th. And we're going to be talking about relationships. We're going to be talking about podcasting. And she's also a filmmaker. So we're going to be talking about film with her as well. So I'm super excited. We got a lot coming. We got a lot going on. A lot going on. So let me get to the top 10 trending topics of the week so we can get it. Okay. So top 10 trending topics of the week. Here it goes. So Joe Biden is winning big. It, it Now people are saying that Joe got this. Joe got this. And people are already asking Joe Biden who is going to be your running mate before he even gets the nomination. So it looks like Joe might got this in a bag. Congratulations to him because he's really been running since about 1988. Like, you know what I mean? He's been running for president since 1988. So hopefully this is this is it. This is the time because one, we I don't know. I I get Trump out of there. And two, I'm yes. tired of saying it, Joe. Like, I no more. No more. If <laughs> please don't. But Bernie said, no, no, no. Not to be outdone. It's more states to come, baby. It's more delegates up for grabs, baby. It ain't over yet. It ain't over. It ain't over. So he said, just wait and see what ha- happened. But we know that Elizabeth Warren, Pete Buttigieg, Michael Bloomberg, thank goodness. I was tired of seeing the awkward commercials and getting the stuff. I was, I was tired. Hi, Mike. I, I, we, I get you. You got a lot of money, Mike. You, you spent a lot of money that you ain't getting nobody. You know, yeah, you could have gave that money to me. You know, I ain't never seen nobody spend that much money to lose. I, I ain't never seen that in my life. And Meg the Stallion, 
she was feuding with our label 1501 but she went and got a temporary restraining order against them so she can release music on friday and now she has a music video and new music out in 1501 it's not saying anything because they can't because of the restraining order so we don't know really what's going on behind the scenes but apparently in her contract it was a couple of things that are kind of out of standards a little bit you know in the favor of the production company so we will see what happened and hopefully meg b stallion can get that all taken out you know clear it up she got jay-z in a corner you know rock nation the rock, rock nation the rock put, the, put up the diamonds so maybe he could help her you know get this all straightened out and i'm gonna need y'all listen i'm focused man i need y'all to stop bashing meg the stallion because what i've heard even on brunch when we talked about this a lot of she people she should have got a lawyer she should have got a lawyer listen like i said on brunch she was young and she had her mom there a lot of people go through this a lot of people go through this i'm not saying that you need to be ignorant because ignorant is not bliss because i know so many people just on a regular basis y'all will read will not read through a cable contract y'all will not read through just basic stuff and then you get you bashing her for being like everybody else like i know people that sign stuff they'll sign a job application and stuff oh that ain't in my job and i'm like yes it is did you read it did you read it like in this job this job description is not a contract this is just a general overview of what you're supposed to do so i'm gonna need all the lawyers online and leave meg alone okay leave her alone meg she know now she knows she need to get an attorney she know what she need to do and everything so now that she got rock nation jay-z she i'm sure this will get straightened out pretty quick i'm sure this will get all sorted out but y'all leave meg alone okay leave her alone and the princess diamond cruise that's off the coast of san francisco will be docking soon so they are going to be bringing them to shore there was 3500 people on that cruise i believe and they're saying that about 230 of them may have been infected 21 confirmed cases they're going to be holding those individuals that may have been infected in quarantine for a little while just to make sure that they don't show any symptoms because i think it's like 14 days or something like that 20 some days before you start to show symptoms before they are released but the 21 confirmed cases definitely will be reported i guess we'll go to the hospital and then release or whatever they do once you confirm i, I don't i don't know what they're doing because it's a lot it's a bunch of people in new york that's quarantined they were saying like four thousand people are now quarantined this is getting out of hand i need for y'all to wash your hands okay wash your hands and don't touch your face which is the hardest thing have you ever not tried like deliberately thought about not touching your face you will touch your face more than you ever touch your face i tried to have did that the other day and i was like god darn it i touched my face a lot i don't know what to do about it and i'm gonna need y'all people that's walking around with buckets on y'all heads there's a lady literally walking around with a, a plastic bucket on her head in london uh with a scarf tied around it i'm gonna need you to uh go have several seats and maybe find like a, a medical professional to talk to you because you will run out of air circulation before you even get the virus so by the time you figure out that this is not gonna stop you from getting corona you already gonna be dead because you're gonna suffocate in the damn bucket you know walking around looking like the little thing from megamind you know his little buddy that was in that little container i'm like you need to stop you know you're not a goldfish baby like who did that who does that and katie perry is pregnant with her first baby with orlando bloom so congratulations to miss katie perry on this first baby and 50 cent vows to complete pop smokes album he's been reaching out to the little baby the baby chris brown like he's really getting some heavy hitters on this album so i'm glad to hear that so that pop smokes family can get some of that revenue from the album from his untimely death and Nicki Minaj's husband is in trouble again but this time he is in like real trouble so he is a registered he's a registered sex offender however he moved to California to be with his wife Mrs. Petty and he Mr. Petty forgot or did not report within five days of moving that he was in fact a sex offender from a charge that happened back in 96 when he was 15 or 16 years old he um, raped a 16 year old girl supposedly held her at knife point and assaulted her so it's a lot 
it's a real real lot i don't know nikki i don't know what we doing because he's been in the news a lot like i, I don't know if this is i, I don't know nikki like I, we gotta figure out what we need to do nikki because this is getting a little out of hand and then a viral video of an officer running for cover it's just like oh and he's like nope 10-4 10-4 nope this seems like something that you know officers shouldn't do 10-4 like I, that was one of the most hilarious things i've seen in a while but now y'all understand why we get the issues that we get okay and love is blind is making a smash hit with everyone talking about lauren speed and cameron hamilton that mind you i didn't watch the show this is not my kind of show i ain't gonna watch the show but Vanessa and Nick Lachey did a social experiment. They brought together people from different walks of life to see if they would spawn a relationship. And these two were the most successful. They've actually been married for a year and a half because the show originally, the I guess the experiment started in 2018. So they actually have been married for a year and a half. They brought a dog. They're trying to start a family. And he was saying, you know, you can't fake this for a year and a half and all of this type of stuff. And I'm like, listen, the chances of them getting a spinoff it's real high so i'm gonna need all the people out there that's like i need this in my life they's the perfect couple they the best couple first of all you gotta explain to people who these people are because if, if i didn't watch it i don't know who these people are so you're gonna have to explain to me and then two i'm gonna need you to know that they met on a reality show okay most of the time when i see people that meet on reality shows it doesn't end well and if you've only been together for a year and a half that's still the honeymoon phase okay that's still pre we getting a show phase like we we getting a show talk to me in seven years talk to me in five years if they made it that long okay you could say they the perfect couple but also people only post the good stuff they ain't post their arguments and stuff and all of that like we ain't see that chat we ain't see that we'll see well we probably will see it because you're gonna see that probably that blended family because he mentioned that because she's black and he's white we're gonna see that on a reality show i guarantee it just that's just me and favorite foods in the u.s was reported and this list kind of got my heart like i'm kind of wondering so cnn travel had a list of favorite foods in or favorite favorite dishes dish dishes dish i guess it's dish no it's food i'm sorry it's from food ndtv actually had 10 of the top american favorite foods and number one they had on the list was burgers number two was cheesecakes number three was hot dogs number four was mac and cheese and number five were um, pink pancakes six was chicken and waffles the cronut s'mores chocolate chip cookies and breakfast sausages rounded out the 10 american foods and this is not from the food network this is from food ndtv now listen this was done by a european outlet so i'm assuming that they didn't talk to no black people because chocolate chip cookies is not black people favorite kind of cookies okay black people we don't really be we don't really be messing with s'mores like that and a cronut come on now i don't i where do you even still get that at like you tell me where you get a cronut at and i'll tell you you lying you lying and then chicken and waffles i'm surprised that it didn't make it chicken didn't make it in the top five like chicken and waffles i mean why not just fried chicken like i, I who who did this list i just need to know no pizza we don't got no pizza on this favorite food list i don't know who they talk to i've never met a person that didn't like pizza in my life so i'm gonna need them to get it together but that's still neither here nor there that's okay but this has been the top 10 trending topics of the week all right so let's get it to popping and locking so there has been this thing that's been going around around and around the inter internet uh it started from target so target had a commercial where they were spotlighting some of their businesses it was doing black history month i'm not mistaken i think it was like a black history woman's history kind of promo where they were trying to highlight some of their brands and one of the brands that they were highlighting was the honeypot it is a feminine hygiene company it was founded and it is is owned by beatrice or i think her, b dixon and the commercial ran and people got outraged which was crazy to me and so basically what she said i, I don't have the exact like quote what exactly what she said but it was somewhere along the lines that she wanted to empower black girls you know pave the way and empower black girls so you know that they can 
also run businesses okay um because it was just a difficult time for her um trying to start a business being a black woman and after this commercial ran she was flooded with racist reviews calling her racist target was also flooded with racist reviews calling them racist because there was a bunch of white women that said she's saying that this product is only for black women she's not empowering all girls she's saying that this is not for white women she's not trying to empower the success of white girls and that's not what she said at all um she said in the ad that she hoped her success could pave the way for black girls that's all she said and the reason why this is crazy to me is because one it was run during black history month so if you can't say anything about black history or trying to create black excellence during black history month when can you talk about it two i think we we gotta stop thinking everything is against us if it doesn't necessarily explicitly say that it is for us because nowhere in that statement does she ever say that this is anti-white she never said i'm not rooting for white girls she never said that she just simply wanted to empower black girls so for all those women who were writing all those racist reviews i think you need to take a history lesson and you don't even have to go that far back in history black women if you look at the stats and these are numbers are at the bottom of the totem pole when it comes to getting business loans people don't want to lend to them because most of the people that have the money are white men and they tend to want to lend to people that look like them okay so if you're a black woman you are at a severe disadvantage we already as women in general get the pink tax where we're taxed more on items just because it's pink or because it's it's targeted to a woman we make 80 cents on a dollar that a man makes and black women make even less and hispanic women make even less so i was like you've got to understand that all of these things is what she's talking about for black women and then let's talk about you want to talk about banking rates they just it was a poll they were charging black people and hispanic people more fees as than they were white people and it had nothing to do with their credit it was like even a while back they were charging higher interest rates to black people on mortgages and loans just simply because they were black because they had the same amount of debt same credit and they were charging them more than their white counterparts if you don't understand why she said it you're part of the problem she never wanted to, to say little white girls couldn't do that but little white women in this country have issues of course in the united states because they're women the pink tax applies to anyone that has a vagina okay it doesn't just apply to black women it applies to every woman but or anyone who identifies as a woman let me say but at the same time or on in the same breath or same token you've also got to understand that if you are disadvantaged and you're taking and you're putting color on top of that they are severely or grossly disadvantaged you can look at the stats that prove it. Black women are starting businesses at higher rates than anyone else. And most of it is because they can't move up in the companies that they're at. Black women can only get to a certain point. Yes, you can point to one over here, one over there, one over here. But at large, there's not very many of them. You can find a lot more white women in a CEO position than black women. And even finding a woman in a CEO position of a top 500 company is, is rare. So you would know to find a woman of color is going to be even more rare. And so that's all she's trying to say is that there is a disadvantage there and that she just hopes that her success will pave the way for other black girls, meaning that when they sit in front of a target, they don't have to jump through hoops for them to get the same levels of attention that a similar brand or similar company would have. It is much easier to sell something to people that look like you than it is to try to sell something to people that don't look like you. And by that, I mean pitching it to them. It, it can be a difficult thing because we are just as human beings, we like people that are like us. And so if you're not familiar with black people, you don't know any black people, you're going to see those types of things kind of play out. Right. So we got to get out of that notion. It has nothing to do with you. Take you out of the equation. All she simply was doing was trying to give some heads up to a little black girl out there that it's not going to be hard. I mean, it's going to be hard, but you can do it. That's all she was saying. All right. So we have a special guest today. I'm super excited. 
I've been telling you guys about this for like a week or so now that we're going to be talking to different people. And today we have a male exotic dancer here, but that is not who he is. So I'm going to allow him to introduce himself. Tell us, who are you? And if you don't mind, you can give us your stage name. I mean, that's fine. You know, how y'all doing out there? You know what I'm saying? This is, this is your boy, Mr. Orgasm from Virginia. Um, by way of 757. So yeah, that's me. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Are you born and raised in Virginia? Uh, yes, ma'am. You know, um, that's where I'm from originally. Then I just, um, from Chesapeake, Virginia. Okay. Um, I graduated from Oxford High School, went to college in North Carolina, um, just recently moved to Maryland. So. Okay. Oh, so yeah. you're in Maryland now? Yes, ma'am. Oh, okay. Well, I'm in Baltimore. All right. Got you. Got you. So how did that happen? So I always wanted to ask that question. Like, how did you get into male exotic dancing? Did somebody say, hey, you you look like you could do it? Is it something that you were looking at? How did you do that? No, nah, you know, for uh, I give you the real truth. The truth is 14 years old. Um, never forget, went to a house party. My first house party going to... Um, dance i just like i like dancing anyway so dancing and stuff and you know back then you know back in the days you just grinding all that other stuff and then like the slow stars came on and just doing all that stuff and just like dancing on girls and then seeing the reaction that the females was looking at you like oh snap you know what i'm saying <laughs> getting excited um that next that saturday went home told him i said mom you know what when i get older and I'm gonna be working, so I'm gonna I'm gonna be a I'm gonna be a male exotic dancer on the side. Oh, she looked really? at me like she looked at me like, boy, what the hell? <laughs> she like, shut up, where you even get that from? So moving forward, uh, went to college, um, you know, and as a college student. So is the stripper uh, myth real that you paid your tuition? <laughs> no, I, I I didn't do that method because I, I played sports, so I had that part taken care of. But it was just. One night, these girls like, you know, it's my homegirl birthday. We, we trying to have some fun. So I just went over there. I was like, you know what? I come dance for y'all. Oh, wow. And yeah, oh. that was kind of like, oh, they, you did that real good. Cool. So it's like I did that in college and I didn't take it too serious. I didn't even charge much or just that just did like fit all, you know, that gets you laundry, all the other stuff doing this <laughs> random. <laughs> so I really didn't take it. No big, no big deal. It was just something fun to do. Um, then, um, I think, I want to say 12 years ago, I was working at a club okay. and, um, in Virginia beach and they had like male dancers back there. And then one of my, one of the guys I worked security with, he, he knew me from college and he was like, yo, you know, you should go back there one day. Cause you know, they got the male dancers back there. They be making money and you, you do that and then come back and work security so I went and did you the audition. Doing both? Yeah, so I went so I went back there. I went back there and auditioned. And then from that point, uh, a guy named Motion, he was like, Yeah, you know, you can come do this, man. And then from that point on I just started doing that and all of a sudden I stopped being security and started dancing. <laughs> Is this your full if you don't mind me asking, you can say no. Is that your full time gig or No, is, no, it's, okay. it's never see for me it's never been a full-time thing but i know if uh it's certain meals you know some male entertainers that they do it all the time you know mm -hmm. the year round and but the thing is that pays all their bills that you know what i'm saying the lifestyle that they live they live it through dancing and there's nothing wrong with it um but me i always i played a uh, professional arena football for okay. about five six months out of the year then i come back home and i dance that next four or five four or five six months to the next season start um, but now I work at, I do training and transitioning to uh, coaching and teaching and stuff. So, and I still dance on the weekends. It's okay. No issues and stuff like that. So, okay. It, are you, so you said you were a teacher. Are, do you yeah, that's teach what, like, that's what, no, not, not, that's what I'm transitioning to because I just moved here to Maryland, but okay. uh, that's what I went to school for. Um, so that's what you want to do. Yeah. Okay. All right, that's an interesting. That's an interesting dynamic right there. That's interesting. Yeah, you know, and that, and that was and that's and I guess that was the part that really, it, it really like you know what I'm saying gets a lot of people like, wait, you do what? But then all of a sudden you do, yeah, it's like 
yeah, I play football and teach and coach and train. Okay. But then I, but then you know, so you can see me dancing and stuff as well. Like what? And then most people see me like I ain't think you was that guy to do that stuff. But yeah, yeah, because I wouldn't just looking at you. I mean, I, our audience can't see you, but just looking at you, you, you just seem like a like a nice like you know guy that goes to not to say anything's wrong working you know with a bank, but like a banker or like you could just go and be like just you know like a very you know like a librarian. Yeah, no, and 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 this, and when I in the, in the crazy part, I still get people when I walk in the club, they be like, "Yo, you a dancer?" Cecily, you know what I'm saying? I come in there. Uh, well spoken stuff like that talk to people interacting and stuff like that and it just look like oh he's a dancer I would never guess he was a dancer then I always go in that joke and I'd be like yeah I work in the kitchen or <laughs> I work uh, I'm working security I'm just monitoring the show if you need anything let me know you know I go to the bar get it for you and stuff like that and I okay. have people like okay you go get me a drink I go get him a drink come back whatever and then without 20-15 minutes and all of a sudden I dance. He's like, oh my God, he is a dancer. <laughs> and, and they just, they're like, I never would have thought that you was a dancer. I just, it, I guess I don't look, have that dancer look, but yeah, I guess down with it. Because you seem so, so not, like, I'm not saying that strippers aren't nice, but you know, like the nice guy. Oh, no, I, like, you yeah, bring I, home to your mom, you, the nice guy. Yes, and it, I get that so much from people, and it's not even funny. And it, and it, when it, to see them actually see me dance and perform then like, oh no he like he's that innocent look go out the window when he started <laughs> dancing and my fact i'm a shout like shout out to boss lady she's okay like yeah shout out legend. to boss lady yeah she's a living yes. legend of the dance game and she has she said the same thing like when she first she was like you don't even seem like one of the normal stripper boys stripper guys or dancer guys because i don't really you know what i'm saying like some guys like you just said some some dancers carry themselves as arrogant stuff like that but I just, you know, I'm a down to earth for like, I just look at it like that. See, even when I go see female dancers, mm -hmm. the female dancers that I like is the ones that's like normal. Like, you know what I'm saying? I notice what you're doing, but you don't got to be snouty and snuggle. Like, okay, don't have an attitude about, you know what I'm saying? Like, about okay. yourself, like walk around like your stuff don't stink. You know what I'm saying? So, but for me, it's just like, you go in there, be normal and talk to them. It, it, let them know that you like, not like that. They like it more. They appreciate you more. Especially when you do like, um, I'm learning more doing dancing with the mixed crowd. Like they like that type of stuff. Like they okay. like to to interact with people. Like they don't like just you to be coming there. Okay, well I know I'm coming to see you dance, and you be a snouty person about it. They, okay. they like when you interact with them. All right, and you said mixed crowd. You mean males and females, or you just mean no, mixed man, crowd like, as far? Mixed women. Uh, yeah, I'm. Okay. I'm not one of the ones that. I, we got. I was gonna get yeah, there at the end, ahead, but since we ahead, brought no, it up, ahead. since we brought well, it up, we can go listen. We so, just going there. We don't. You don't have to have no real structure because I listen. Okay. When we start talking, just throwing it out there. Boom. Yeah, I'm not one of the ones that dance for the male and uh, female. I, I dance for all women. Okay. When I say mixed crowd, I say like Caucasian and African women and. Asian, okay. all like that's what my mixed crowd. But there's, like I said, there's some dancers that dance for both, and I mean, their justification for it is, you know, the money. But mm -hmm. for me, and I know a few other guys that's like this, for, but for me personally, um, all money ain't good money. Okay. Because I feel like when you step into that realm of dancing for men, mm -hmm. it's a whole different avenue because for me at the end of the day it's like um if i don't have kids yet personally okay so and a lot of people that have do it or do it have kids and i'm thinking to myself yo if you your kid find out that you know back in the days your dad used to dance with men mm -hmm. and he, he's a boy and he go look at it like yo that like come on and then the same token the real big thing is Mm -hmm. They be like, yeah, you know, the male, you know what I'm saying? When you dance for them, they tip better and they appreciate you more. This thing, and they that. take care. So I'm just like, I'm good on that. But then so at the same time, if I'm dancing for women, what am I trying to make the women think? That's okay. Like, I get you. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying, I'm trying to seduce them thing. Like, y'all trying to have sex. I want them how he fucked this, that, and the third, all that stuff. So you dancing for dudes. 
Okay. I see where you're going with it. Okay. And they, and so you sit here dancing for them and you're looking at them and they're looking at you and it's like, you trying to make them have them same thoughts. And it's like, that to me is like, yeah, that's kind of weird. And I can't even, I can't even get the, my mind to think, oh, that's what I'm going to do. Like, okay. I, yeah. So, I, I mean, to each, his, to each his own, I don't judge them. No, no more, no less. But mm-hmm. just but for you me, have a preference. I, so yeah, I didn't know I that you could choose. Like if, I mean, I guess you can't necessarily stop who comes to the show. But I guess as um, I guess that's one of the differences between female and male exotic dancers. What I've seen is that mm-hmm. they are more interactive with the crowd. So I guess you can kind of choose who you interact with. Oh yeah, like so. So if like for for instance, there's been a time um, several times. I went to their private parties or shows or whatever, and I get there and there's um, gay men there, and I'm like, okay, well, you know, are they leaving or are they staying? I mean, then they're like, well, we can't kick them out. This that, and third. Well, okay, well, I won't be performing. You know what I'm saying? So. Okay. I mean, I get you. I mean, to each his own. You know, if that's yeah, what but you that, that, <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. But that's just like you said. Like it's a like for the females. I think they just. They just go perform. They just dance, you know. Okay. They they don't care because it's not uh, it's not one of the things that for them is frowned upon or judged more. They get okay. more so judged less just because them dancing. Period. Women get they be like oh well you a stripper. You know what I'm saying? They get that. They don't okay. get as a male. They look at us like okay well you dance for dudes. Like some women look at that like and they will like look less of you knowing that you dance for men i can see the double standards so so let's let's kind of go through the double standard there was this or well before i get there what do you prefer to be called male exotic dancer a stripper what uh i mean it's for me it's just male male exotic entertainer exotic dancer i mean because i just because that yeah because as a uh, i just don't come out there and get naked okay um so that's it's I can say it's like for for us, it's levels and differences to it, because some people get paid just off of coming out there stripping, get naked. Mm-hmm. Some people get paid off of performance, and some people get paid off of just entertainment, like just they're entertaining the crowd from start to finish. And some of them just like you just like you know, some of them just come out there, whip the meat out, and that's that. And then that's how they get paid. So okay. yeah, for me, I'm an entertainer. So okay got you so <coughs> as a, a male ex- exotic entertainer there was a big boom i don't know if you noticed it but there was a big boom there was an influx of the cardi b's of the world vh1 had a special one the behind the pole like there was this big stripper yeah. influx. why mm-hmm. did male dancers get excluded from that because most of the time as females we have a lot of rappers that made it from the stripping game and now they're doing their thing why do you feel that the male exotic dancers has a different stigma to it? So, for me, um, when, like I said, when I watched Magic Mike 2, it looked like the pro- producer went and did some researching on the urban performance. And mm-hmm. had, he, it, it, he had to because, um, like, Boss Lady was a part of this big, big uh, thing called NC versus the World. Mm-hmm. where they put in several entertainers from all different parts of the country to come perform and showcase and win prizes and stuff like that in front of all these women. So mm-hmm. in Magic Mike 2, they they kind of had that type of vibe to that movie where they had different entertainers coming from all over and perform in front of this big crowd of women and stuff like that. So for me, me personally, I took that like they looked at or did some research on what we do and put it into that movie form. So for us, they didn't use any of us, which is fine, but I felt like they took parts of what we do and produce and what makes us separate from the Chippendale dancers and put okay. it into a movie form. And like I said, like you said, uh, like some people go from dancing to doing other stuff. I feel like the female dancing is more accepted, like it's more known, more mm-hmm. more so than the male dancing, and it's more like it's more 
I say more productive far as like money wise, marketing wise and stuff like that because they accept it. Like you can go to a, you, you can go to a strip club and find like, you know, saying several strippers all over everywhere, but it's not that many male exotic strip clubs or male exotic dance places That's that we true. can visit. So it's like you not go see that, but the like the booming part of that is just the females get more they got more clout when it comes to to that. So they, it's weird. It's weird, but when I like even having this debate with female dancing, like y'all got it easier than what we do. Okay, let's let's dig, dig into that a little bit. So I was gonna ask you if you felt that female dancers had it easy. I would say that they have to deal with different things though, because the yeah. way men treat them is it's a hard thing. You yeah, know, see, I think the level of disrespect is there. Do you feel that? Yes, it, it, see, and that, I, I get that. I give them that part. Far as okay, they have men. The hardest part they get is they have dudes that come in them like um, that more so sex for play type thing. Mm-hmm. I think they have that that disrespect. They don't respect that part of it. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. In our dance game, it's the same thing. We have oh. women that come oh. with us. You know, we have women come at us. They're not really saying, hey, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to pay you outright for it. Okay. See, that's the difference. And <clears throat> for me, I look at it like, what would you rather have? <clears throat> would you have rather have somebody come at you and say, hey, look, this is what I want. Like, I ain't trying to do all the other stuff. This mm-hmm. is, I, I'll pay you whatever you want. We get it in, we do our thing. Now, in our world, this mm-hmm. is what we do. We get women that, oh, I'm trying to get to know you, just stand a third, have your back, just stand a third. Oh, but then when I come to the shows, I'm going to tip you nice, but we go still be doing it, getting it in and stuff like that. So, now, mind you, once that stops, that money stops. Oh. Now, see, see, for me, if I and I'd had this conversation with female dance before, if it was me, Okay, think about it like this. Let's let's keep it real. As a woman, how many times have you had like it's several women out there that have pointless sex? Pointless, mm-hmm. like, oh, we, we was talking, kicking, da 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 dated a little bit or went out for a few times, had sex, and then okay, now it's nothing. Right? What did okay. you get out of that? A few dates here and there. Now if somebody came up to you and said, Listen, I give you four hundred dollars, we had sex, I go about my business, you go about yours cool now i'm not gonna look at you no different or should nobody else should look at you no different because now you just took that time frame that you didn't wasted out your life you know when they had they either either the sex was good or bad got that out of the way moved on got 400 dollars. now you're going back whatever do whatever you got to do whatever amount it is cool now you get us you talk to these females and now you stop talking to them now. You got issues, and it's oh, get you. I can't stand you. So now you got to deal with that. And when all it was at the same time, she just wanted to get a piece to say, oh, I had a piece of such and such. I had a piece of Mr. Orgasm or the next dance or the next dance. Okay, I'd rather have it straight out. Like, look, this is what it is. Cool. If I want to do it, I want to do it. If I don't, then cool. Okay. But for us, that lingering part. That that's probably the biggest. That's probably the biggest knock on sexy the males from females. Um, the most females they don't. Most female dancers they're not out here fucking like that. Um, so, but they get labeled like that. Okay. It's fair to say I know it's double standard. They get labeled like that. Especially if they doing it on a regular. They get oh they must be fucking these niggas just that third. That's not the case. Most don't really do that because. They 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 they're worried about the standards. Like it's 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 always a double standards to catch twenty two to it because most women worry about what others think about them anyway. Mm-hmm. Now males, we'll go ahead and fuck this chick, your friend, your cousin, <laughs> your aunt, as long as they tipping, they don't really care. Okay, is it a lot of that going on though with the on the male yeah. side? Okay, yes. Yeah, so you get a lot of that. So that's half the issues now because then if you go to a show you get you don't get you, you get the 
whole let now see let's just get it to another like you just keep it real you get you get the whole well he did a good job but i can't really tip him because i'm fucking such and such oh so you can't so so for me in that world like when the females do it mm-hmm. they got it easier because they don't have to deal with that when they come out there perform they, you know what I'm saying, clapping it, dancing, entertaining, doing whatever they do. They gonna let, male, they ain't got to fuck nobody in that show, but they go tip them regardless because they like what they see. Because at the end of the day, a male, and I tell women all the time, y'all have what most, what most men want, sexually straight men. Y'all have what we want. So if a dancer putting it in front of you and it smells good, it look good, it looks presentable, they gonna want it anyway. So That's they true. Gonna <laughs> so they go tip it in they go tip it in their mind, think, oh I'm gonna tip it and she gonna try to give me some play. That's how that works. Us, we gotta go out there twirling, whirling, flipping, dipping, and then all of a sudden you gotta deal with, okay, you can do all that great stuff, do a great show, and not get tipped because this dance is fucking this chick and this dance is fucking this chick. So they only go they they go they only go support that person because they're fucking Okay, so you, you, I would say you guys make a lot of your money based on the fan base. So you have to kind of keep your fans and bring them with you as opposed mm-hmm. to females. Just anybody can come in and they can just make money. Just exactly. like, okay. Look at that. Look at that. Now, right. of, now, now, prime example, I can give you another prime example. You get your income tax money. The first thing you think, I'm not going to throw my money on no male dancer. You're not thinking that. Right. Now, let it, the, the, the mental of a man well, I'm going to this strip club I got this income tax money Matter of fact, I'm about to go throw throw a few hundreds out here see who will catch it and, and try to catch a wave and see what, who, who will come who, who they can pursue to get it to go further that women ain't thinking like that that is true is it profitable I mean because I would think you guys make a decent amount of money but how does that work does the club get a piece or the promoter get a piece and then you get the money off the because I know when they had the stripper bowl it was a big fiasco even though I know they're female strippers because people were taking the money so other people in the club were taking the money does that happen uh see you don't see that see when, with us it's more so okay this is what I can say that happens with us that don't have with the, kind of the separation from male and female. Okay. We get booked like a booking, like a promoter or a somebody that's throwing an event. They have they bring in dancers. Okay. And you, you charge whatever you charge. Mm-hmm. Um, you got you got dancers charging from nowadays from a thousand dollars to two hundred dollars just okay. to show up. Okay. Just to show up. So that's not that's not the tips and stuff and the, the money. Yes, okay, gotcha, gotcha. See, and that and that. So now it's the the dance game. I haven't been in it. They they always talk about how good it used to be back in the days. I wasn't a part of that. I would have loved to, but the way you it seem is, pretty young. So it just yeah. a lot younger than the yeah. the veterans that were. Some yeah. of them still dance though. Yeah, uh, you'd be surprised. Yeah. <laughs> so back when they talk about that, it's like I like hearing that, but it's not. It's nowhere near that now because half the time now dancers got to charge. They charge what they charge, so they don't have to worry about okay what tips is gonna be. Got you. Um, for like you said, as a female, they go to a, a, a strip club weekly. They don't get a booking. They probably pay the club out, mm-hmm. but on good nights. They make way more than we do, okay. and it's it's legit theirs. You know what I'm saying? Um, just like if you go like they say, like the mecca of dancing is in Atlanta. Yeah. So you know, you go down there, them the female dancers there, they don't have to do nothing else. Okay. Because on a weekly basis, so much so much people, and and that's why I say they got it easy because like, they go there and they can make a name for themselves and. That's why you got so many females that get get their bodies done and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So if they fit that mold, they set. I have no issue because listen, you have that you have that asset and that ability to use it. The, the front, like Google, I nobody should judge that part. But at the same time, in the male dance game, oh no, um, like you said, it's some people that still trying to dance and hold on to them glory days and stuff like that, but. Like it's it's different because you can go to a show and 
you be dancing you you thank you dancing your heart out put put time and effort into a costume and the crowd ain't feeling it but somebody else come out there that's mess with xyz they don't come and do as much but they make way more so it's like it's like it's not about the entertainment no more it's about like just basically who you know and okay. who you've been with and who you've been like some like like you said some of the dancers that's been around a while they they've been around for a while and they still have them people that that's gonna take care of them regardless so because they know, have fans they have fans yeah. so having fans is gonna definitely get you the the money and because it's people like, are going to follow you. And see, and I and see for me, it's a difference between fans and supporters. Mm-hmm. So you know, say so you say fans, it's it's more so supporters now. Because okay. if, if if you're a fan of the dance game, you're just a fan of the dance game. But if you're just supporting that person, you're just supporting that person. Okay, I, I can see that. I can see that. Uh, what's the worst thing? I guess. Well, before we get there. How do you prepare for something like that? Because I would think that that would be a lot for a person to say, okay, I'm going out there in front of people I don't know, and I'm taking off all of my clothes. Do you, like, do the choreography? I would assume that as a man, you might have to top yourself off because I would assume you wouldn't want to get an erection in the middle of a dance unless that is okay. I see that. Now you're getting to why I say our job. Okay, <laughs> is a lot harder than this. Okay. Yeah. Um. Okay. You have. Okay. Let's. How can I say? Some of the chip and dead dancers, you know, they don't bone up. It's called boning up. You know, what I'm saying they don't get they so hard. They go out there. They can put the little tidy whities on or breeze and not be hard. Now, you do that on the the urban circuit. That is not a good look because. Okay. You know, you go out there. The when, especially when you go to a, a naked show, mm-hmm. um, where the dancer can get naked, they want to see. They want to see. They that's what they want to see. You know, so if you don't got that, then it's like it's it's some dancers that don't ever pull out um, or bone up, but they entertain so the people like them for who they are anyway. So they okay. know these things. Um, some people just coming up short, just don't got it. You know. And like I said, some dancers just come out there, they strip, and they pull out, and then they like they, the girls just tip because they got a bit dick. That's called it what it is. Okay. So it's different in that genre. So, but the thing is, the process of boning up—that's the hard part. Okay. To, you know, we have to actually get hard, tied up at the base, cut the blood circulation off to keep oh, it. Oh wow! Okay, that sounds so painful. You know, yeah, it, it is. It's like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, I, um, that's the hardest part about the job. Okay. For being a male dancer, if you're doing it on the urban scene and you got to do that part, that's the hardest part. Um, tying up is, yeah. Okay. Because yeah, I would think. You, as a, as like, you're a woman. As a woman, you go out there and, okay, he did all this dance and now he get naked and it's like, oh, ain't nothing there. <laughs> so then, and then I never I have what you said was like uh like you heard some like somebody going out there dancing then get I don't think nobody can actually just mentally put themselves in that place and do that. Okay. That's, you don't even want to take that risk. Like okay. <laughs> I'm out there dancing and all of a sudden like oh yeah I'm gonna get hard and then all of a sudden like oh it ain't getting hard like oh it's bad. I could imagine that. I could imagine that. And in a lot of male exotic, you you guys do things that females don't do. Like you're picking people up. Thank you. You're doing yeah, that's, that's that's a lot of, of stuff you gotta do. And the majority of the time, we're picking up the big girls because you know the big girls don't, are not used to getting picked up, and they are more appreciative of being picked up. And they took more normally when you know you pick up a big, nice sized girl, woman at an event. And her home goes, oh, girl, he picked you up. And she appreciated. She excited. Oh, I ain't never been picked up back at home like that. So <laughs> everybody, most women be like, why are they always picking up the big girl? Because, I mean, look, you pick up a little girl that's kind of normal. Okay. But you get somebody that's like plus size that ain't used to being up in the air like that. You pick them up and they like going crazy. The crowd getting into it. The homegirls excited. And they tipping better. So this is a... 
this that's is what you like, yeah it's one of the smart things to do because if you pick up a small one they go that's okay that's normal that's easy they go oh okay cool look how little she is yeah that's true and what do you condone because sometimes we see videos on social media i know that's not a whole like it, it's not a representation of what actually happens but you see a lot of the disrespectful stuff you see people that's you know pulling people by the hair and stuff like is that something that you guys have to do in order or you don't really do stuff like that where you pulling people no, no, see it, it depends on who you pull on stage and who you you know what I'm saying who you get who you talk to how you know them um I can honestly say I've been dancing this will be my 11th year I mm-hmm. think in November um I had my first time um in Rochester New York a few weeks ago um I was dancing okay older lady and she was having fun she was into it i flipped her over turned her around i didn't know she had a wig on <laughs> so, you know i was like oh yeah you ready so i bent her over and then i i slowly went and pulled her pulled her head and, it, and her wig came on my head so everybody said oh my god i put a wig on. so i put the wig on my head and I started playing with it so just played around with it and swung the wig and stuff like that they had fun with it. that was the first like, it's a lot of times you get those and you're like, oh man, I did. You see it like, oh shit. I oh, never so you don't it. know. <laughs> and it's just <laughs> like, you got to play it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so you just play with it like you play it off. But it's like, you don't naturally go in that thing. Like, I'm going to pull somebody's wig off today. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Is that the craziest thing that's ever happened to you? Uh, Yeah, that was like one of the, like, oh, I cannot believe that fun happened. I never, I seen people do it. Okay. Um. I had I, I'm knock on wood. I haven't I haven't dropped anybody yet when I okay. pick them up and stuff like that, slipping and stuff like that. But I just seen some stuff. I seen guys. Um, I seen one dancer uh, do a trick on a lady. He broke her hip. She sued him. Oh. Wow. Okay. Um, so I've seen dancers bust their nose, hurt themselves, hurt the females. Yeah, I, do you have I, to carry insu- special insurance? As as, no, as listen, a, the, the, the crazy thing is that get some of the MCs again on the mic. Like, look, we don't got stripper insurance, so okay, but, <laughs> okay. But the thing is, I I have it. Most probably don't, but yeah, I have insurance. But because you know, you get hurt doing this, then what? Okay, that's the, that's the other thing. You know, um, you have to think about. Um, the way that it's a, it's, a, it's a way that I look at some of the female dancers and how they invest in themselves and how they look at the business wise. The men, most of the males, don't look at the business part. Like uh, like some of the women, like I give them that credit because some of them have made it to they flipped it. Like you said, they come from dancing and took it a little further, or the way they handle it business wise. It's way different than what a lot of the males do. So you should have an end game. It's like you it should, should know when you're ready to leave. Yeah, it should have. It's it's good. Like like and I, and the crazy thing is, um, boss lady, she is like she has told me she has been around so long and she knows so much. And some of the things she said, like to the point of like some people don't know when to let it go. Mm-hmm. But the thing they can't let it go is because the money. Like you got to really think, okay, what what other job you going to work? And 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 think about it. Um, I look at it like this: if somebody go to book you for an event for two hundred dollars, four hundred dollars, whatever, whatever, whatever dancers booking is, mm-hmm. they could book you for that show. And guess how long you probably dance? About like, fifteen minutes. Oh wow! Okay. Like so, fifteen minutes. You know what I'm saying? And you make three hundred, four hundred dollars just from bookings alone. Mm-hmm. And then you can make whatever tips you make. And so, say you go to an event, some shows from like maybe eight to twelve. That's four hours. The but you that you don't even count that as working because you're around women, co-work like the other dancers mingling, drinking, have fun. And and basically, I, I I look at it. It's it's bad to say, but I, I say it's like B or C list celebrities. Okay. Um, because they don't pay for nothing, but you go there, they, they people love you and stuff like that, and 
like you get caught up in that and you don't look at the what can I be doing with the money that I'm that I've been making okay I get that same thing with sports though are you been in the sports game as well I would think it's very similar to that yeah, a lot invest athletes, well. Yeah, a lot of athletes don't invest well. But and the crazy thing, most most dancers, they definitely don't invest because after all the years they've been doing it, if you really and that's what I had to say. I thought about that a few times. Now, all the years I've been doing this, I have made accounts my but what really do I have to show for it? Okay. You know, and it's like um talking to some older veteran dancers, they you know, they had made me realize, you know, you we be a lot of places. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have traveled a lot of places but what have we really done in those places because a lot of times we go to the event and they, we go to the, the event that day we dance and we fly back out or drive back out the next day okay so what can you really say you just say you've been there you danced there but what experiences did you have there other than dance okay I mean I could see that that makes a lot of sense now I before we go I have I guess another one more question for you can you truly date or be in because i know you're married how does that mm-hmm. work being an exotic dancer do you set rules up front to say you don't mm-hmm. do xyz does she come to all your shows how does that work no actually in it uh in my in, in my situation i met her at an event and okay. she danced her she dances herself so but okay. she she also teaches and stuff so it's like yeah so but at majority of the time before that most male dancers don't have relationships they have a whole bunch of situationships okay um but because they looking at um the games not okay well they they worry about what you lose when you settle down with one like okay if you if you get one you lose xyz over here or you lose this situation or whatever she was doing for you okay and instead of just focusing on okay well the, the peaceful and the happiness part of okay but you can be having a normal life like prime that's another thing the female dancers some of them be having relationships mm-hmm. and be peaceful and happy as crap but the males they don't look at it like that like i said the, the females have more grit they have more grass on it than we do because they let you know okay they'll dance on you this that third all that put it all in your face and all this other stuff like oh well i'm going home to my boyfriend and and advocates now to the girlfriends or you know not me yeah not me well you know i ain't got nobody but you come home with me tonight this that third and next city i got this one coming so it's like yeah not <laughs> I mean, I get that. I mean, men, that's just, I guess, typical male. Well, I'm not going to say typical because then people going to come after me. But some men are like that. I, I, I can see that and why some, it would be harder for male entertainers to have a stable relationship. But if people wanted to come to your shows or if they wanted to follow you, do you have like a social media specifically for? Yes, um, I have um, my Facebook page is uh, Sam Jr. And I have another one, uh, VA Orgasm Junior, on Facebook. My Instagram just got shut down. Too X rated for Facebook. Okay. Too much Instagram. So. Okay. Oh, Facebook allowed? I'm surprised. Facebook, they can be pretty strict. Yeah, listen, I'm always in Facebook jail. So, yeah, I try to calm down on that. So, I got a better understanding of how to handle that now okay okay well that's good so now you know how to reach him and follow him and so any upcoming shows you can find you're gonna post it on your usually post it on your social media yes it is okay so now you know how to reach mr orgasm it says mr orgasm va on my end so i'm gonna say mr orgasm va and i appreciate you coming on the show and talking the real talks so now people really know This has been another episode of Millennials Anonymous Podcast. I want to give a big round of applause for Mr. Orgasm coming into Millennials Anonymous, coming into this just sight unseen. He had no idea what he was walking into. I also want to give a big shout out to Boss Lady for making the connection. She is just the best uh, person and promoter out there. So if you want to go to the upcoming show that they have, Uh, please reach out to them it's called the rock of love is on april the 19th so you'll have to follow and subscribe on 
Facebook so you'll see when his upcoming shows are it's you only can go if you're in Baltimore Maryland it's off of Pulaski Highway so again that's on the 19th so if you are interested in actually going to the show you need to contact uh, SOS or Boss Lady in order to do that or in order to find more about them like i said please follow mr orgasm on social media so that you can do that so thanks again for him coming on the show i'm so happy that we have a well-rounded show so we talk to you know politics and religion and we talk to all kind of people so it's just it's, it's an interesting show that we've got so i'm happy that he came on the show i learned a whole lot And please shout out to WPIR 98.4 FM for rocking with us. And you can download that app. They play some bomb ass music. So make sure that you download that app so you can always hear Millennials Anonymous and listen to some great music as well. If you don't download the app, you can always find us on all major platforms. iHeartRadio, Radio.com, iTunes, Google, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Spreaker, Anchor. We're on every everything. So like Ray has, we put that shit on everything. So make sure you find us. You know how to find us. You know how to get to us. And if you have music, listen, people, I can't play music. If you have music, I've been getting a lot of these lately. Please reach out to the stations directly and you reach out to them. They will correspond with you and you can figure it out. But I can't play no music because I don't play music on the show. Like I can play it in the background, but you'll barely be able to hear it. But maybe one day I'll review some music. I don't know. We'll see. But right now, not so much. So go ahead, reach out to the stations, WRDR or WPIR 98.4 FM. Okay. All right. This has been another episode of Millennials Anonymous. Bye.